All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Independence Gang on a Friday night. And literally, literally right at the 58 mark, my power goes out and comes back on, shuts all my computers down, crashes all the programs, JV gets four hairs, it's raining cats and dogs, it's insane. But we're all here now for another lovely night of talking about politics and people we hate, which are politicians. Anyway, JV, how's your, uh, how's your stress level right now? Tell me the truth. Was this a power outage, power surge, or did you have someone who is doesn't like you doing this show, sneak into your studio, into the cave, and flick the little power switch on your power strip and turn everything off. You what know is, what really happened there, Britt? Elvis has been a little jealous lately that I haven't been giving him enough attention <laughs> and I won't let him on the show. So there could be a little bit of that. Um, I don't know. I, to be honest with you, it, it's weird because as soon as I pulled down the big roll-up door and, and locked in and slammed the big you know, nuclear-proof doors and whatnot, that's when this all happened. Yeah. So I'm wondering if I have a loose wire somewhere I might have to chase down after this. But yeah. this is yeah. where we are now. You had you had me in panic mode. I don't panic very often because I'm usually very prepared when I'm running the show. So you had me panicking Ooh. over here. Everything went completely frozen. I'm like, there's no L. We're frozen. Karen has disappeared. What is happening here? I, I was like, that that's like my definition of hell right there. What just happened? So 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 my panic was I saw all of that happen. And I had the stress yeah. of you on top of all of that, freaking the hell out, yeah, hoping that I'm coming back to me pulling up a pulling up a camera with you not there, this stroked out in the chair, <laughs> drooling on yourself. Anyway, it was close. Hell, how are you? Everybody in chat room, by the yeah. way, we had a bunch of people lined up in our chat room uh, before we got started. So good to see you all. And sorry, we're starting late. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, didn't sorry mean to but, interrupt. No, that's all right. You know, it's, it's, you're no, the boss, I'm just so. having flashbacks to the time, uh, you know, my Internet and my uh, router got struck by lightning. So at least it wasn't that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there, there is that. That is yeah. a bonus. <laughs> But that took like a week to get sorted yeah. out. So yeah, downtime is downtime though, and it sucks. We have a newcomer from our chat room, Karen, who is um, well, she's she's in the Great White North somewhere. We don't know exactly where. She's kind of hidden up there. <laughs> um, so all right, well we got a busy day. Well, you know, actually it's not again, JV. I'm going through the stuff today, and it feels like just a lot of the same old stuff over and over again. But we got to talk about it because if you we know, don't talk about it, <laughs> go ahead, JV. There's some new we're, stuff going on. We're in a weird, we're in a, yeah, and we're just in a weird like summer lull for like major breakthrough stuff. There's just a lot of the same stuff being regurgitated. There's important stuff going on, and, and I know you've got some, and I've got some, and and uh, I know everybody's aware of it. So we'll touch on it all. But it is just, I mean, summer this time of year tends to be a slower time for any kind of major headlines to be I'm, being made. Uh, it's I'm, just kind of the way it is. No, when 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 Trump was in office, there was no slow time. It was twenty four seven. Insane. Well, that was by design. It was, and I loved it. It was fun. Now I'm, but you mm. know what? But here's the deal: Trump's Trump's noise wasn't dangerous to us. You know what? That's a great subject to talk about right now, JV. This is where I'm going. So L. So right now we're kind of in the Joe oh. Biden administration. This 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 weird summertime lull. Uh, when Trump mm -hmm. was in office, there was a lot of shit going on, but it was a lot of noise. But it was fluff noise. It wasn't like. Like like uh, yeah. institutionalized ending of America stuff. What Joe Biden's administration <laughs> is doing right now, what Nancy Pelosi's doing with her edicts and mandates and this this uh, one six thing and these officers lying and well. there's video proof of it. I mean, 
It seems like we're regurgitating a yeah. lot of a, a lot of the same stuff, but it's important stuff that's affecting us drastically the way our country is. Well, so I think that that's that's certainly true, but I also think that it's kind of important to revisit topics and to kind of to keep them in the uh, in people's eyes and you know in their minds because unfortunately we have this twenty four hour news cycle where it doesn't matter like the most impressive or like drastic story could break and really the very next day people are going to forget about it people are going to be moved on because we live in such a like quick cycle of information so i think the worst thing that they could do to be quite honest is to not keep people distracted with more things where we do keep focusing on some of the same things and uh, as, as for example with the cdc and the fda information with that keeps you know, coming out and evolving and uh, they're not doing a very good job of, of distracting anybody. So it's really kind of in the forefront. You have even, I don't I don't know how to say his last name, but it's uh, Michael Rappaport, Rappaport uh, who's like a, a rabid anti-Trumper as TDS, it's terminal, you know, it, it's terminal. Uh, like even he's starting to see it, you know? He, he, there was yeah. this video that circulated around of him like, you know, just say oh, now I'm a super spreader so th they really <laughs> they're really yeah. dropping the ball on keeping people distracted from not noticing yeah. these things which I think overall is over overall is probably going to be a net win for us so yeah I think I'm happy about it <laughs> I think you're 100% right Karen uh L points out some some stuff that I, that you're right L that 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 Trump was the master of distraction I mean he would throw out a tweet and everybody go what's going on over there and then he would do something crazy mm -hmm. that way or not crazy but good that way you know like you know locking down China or whatever but Karen the it's almost like we've gone to amateur hour with the Joe Biden administration and it seems like the more this stuff is starting to spin out of control of their control and that we the people are seeing it and going what the crazier they're getting are, are you noticing that from your little bunker in the Great White North that that the government employees, even on the state level, are starting to get crazier and crazier with the stuff they're talking about? Oh, absolutely. I was watching the news all day today and just like, I can't even believe this stuff is happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I get it. And you know, I mean, it's not about something seriously. <laughs> I, I am speechless. I mean, like, I have not been watching the news for the past year. I usually get my news from here, and, you know, we talk about the headlines and such. I feel so anxious now. I sat and watched news all day. I'm, like, just trying to be prepared for this show, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's What's it's, happening? It, it, it's, it, it is really scary, JV. And, I mean, the level of change that is coming our way that they're trying to do, you know... I, I, I tweeted this out earlier that that this is their plan. They're enacting and they're enacting their agenda, implementing their agenda, and they know that 2022 is if they can't steal it, they're trying to train wreck us so much that even if they do lose, it's not going to matter. That's how I see what they're trying to do. So, I I think you're giving them too much credit. I honestly just think they're inept, and I think you had it right when you said this is amateur hour. That's really what we're seeing. We're seeing amateur hour. On, on display in every single policy uh, discussion and and every, one after the other. It's a bunch of amateurs who are blinded by some ideology that, that makes no sense. Uh, you know, and, and talking about this distraction thing, and, and, and Elle's right about this, you know, we, this 24-hour news cycle, something will be reported today and tomorrow we're completely on to something else. And it occurred to me the other night, Britt, and I, well, it's a nice Friday, it must have been Wednesday night when we were doing the show. It occurred to me that 
we brought up uh, the Seattle um, uh, mayor, uh, and we were talking about Chaz Chop, and you said it's still going on. And I'm thinking to myself, is it still going yes. on? Is it not still going on? Did they just stop reporting it? Because they were re- reporting it pretty heavily for a while, and now we I don't even know. Unless I sat down specifically to try to find out, I don't know because it just disappeared in the news. And there are so many stories like that. And the other day I was thinking of something which I can't recall now, but I'm like, whatever happened to that? Whatever happened to that story? It was a pretty big story, and it just disappeared because these these news cycles are 24-hour news cycles, and they're always on to the next thing, particularly if it's something that they can pin on Republicans or, the, or Trump. Then they're all over it, and then we'll be inundated with that. Whoa, whoa, she, uh, Elle's Sorry. allergic to this line of thinking. But either, no, I'm but not. Either, these, these news cycles are so compact, and, and unless it's something that the media really, really wants to drive home, they're on it, and then they're off it, and we never get any real resolution. So it's a great point, and even when there aren't a lot of headlines, there are certainly a lot of things that we can be talking about, looking at, and following up on. So we still have a job to do, for sure. Yeah, that's true. So uh, as I was preparing for the show today, I stumbled across this story, this headline, Justice Department Threatens... Texas with legal action over COVID-19 migrant order. And so I was like, oh, what? What is that all about? So I started reading it. So basically, Merrick, so I, I love, and again, this is, I have a kind of a theme tonight of this is how we fight back. This is a great way to fight back, just short of, you know, violence, which we don't want to do if we don't have to. But but so so Merrick Garland and his Homeland Defense uh, industry, uh, they're basically bringing in all these illegal aliens that are COVID positive. This is all proven. Reporters have found this out. They've got the documentation. They have whistleblowers and whatnot. So it's fact, uh, YouTube, if you're going to try and nuke us on this, this is fact. Uh, but Better not. They're, bas- they're, they're taking the COVID-19 positive immigrants and they're not quarantining them. They're just putting them in and then shipping them out. Shipping them out, shipping them out, even just the illegal aliens in general, shipping them out. So Greg Abbott passed this law that said that uh, only federal <clears throat> government, state government, and local government can transport illegal aliens. So basically, he told all these private carriers, these private bus companies, that if you're going to drive on Texas roads, you will not be doing this. So now we have the federal government, Merrick Garland, saying, no, you can't do that, Texas, and we're going to sue you, and we're going to do what you can. And, oh, you know what? Our officers don't have to listen to your laws. So I'm thinking, I'm, I'm looking at this, JV, or uh, L. I'm looking at this and reading it and thinking about the stuff that's going on. And I'm wondering, who's going to win here? Who is going to we got we got a big state telling our government to go pound sand. I mean, is this is this is this the beginning of the divorce? Um, so, in my opinion, I think that the uh, states should have the ultimate say over between like state and federal government. And I think that I, I've dug really deep into this, um, and. The, the problem with this is that you've got NGOs and um, nonprofits and all that, and you've got this organization in Texas, it's a, ch- a Catholic charity that, um, what am I trying to say, that, that basically do this. And they actually receive about 65% of their funding uh, from uh, the federal government. So they're really trying to just kind of implement their own agendas. And it's, it's a shame, really, what's happening. And... Uh, as far they had uh, the Catholic charity, they rented out an entire hotel uh, and filled them with illegals. And 
they didn't test any of them. And the only reason that they knew anything about it was because uh, some people reported a migrant family that was at uh, a Whataburger of all places. So I, I guess that's pretty Texas of them. Uh, they were at a uh, at a Whataburger and they were super sick and like coughing and sneezing everywhere. So um, yeah, I in my opinion, and I, really as far as I can tell is like how the constitution and how our laws and legal system is set up, it should like the individual should have the most power. The individual should be able to push back against their like local, uh, you know, city. The city should be able to push back against the state. The state should be able to push back against the federal government. And and like it, it's not it's not the opposite. It's it's like we're federal. It's like federal down. It should be like individuals rights and up right. and, and they're and completely circumventing that. I mean, you've yeah. got you've got a president who's ruling by executive order yeah. and and essentially eliminating the three branches of government to do these things. So this is yet another uh, example of that. Basically. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> that. Imagine that. So, Karen, right. really? Yeah. So, Karen. So so now we have a pissing match between two powerful men, the governor of Texas and the the, the head of the DOJ, Gartland. Um my question is, when push comes to shove, which side is the Border Patrol going to take? Who are they going to listen to? What side is the Texas National Guard going to listen to? What side? I, I'm just looking at this clash that is coming um, because I don't think Abbott's going to back down. And I don't think Amateur Hour Administration is smart enough to realize that they're, that they're at the losing side of this. But my question to you is... What do you think happens? Do the people on the ground locally, do they do what's right and not ship all this COVID into the country? Or are they just going to be good soldiers and do exactly what the federal government says? Well, I would like to hope they're going to do what's right. But it's, it's really hard to tell. I mean, I can't believe things have escalated to the point that they have already. Totally beyond my fucking grasp. So... Seriously, I hope they do what's right. <laughs> yeah, so do I. I really do. JV, do you want to just? I, I know I threw a lot of information out here, so do you just want to grab some stuff and talk yeah, about you know, it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, listen, Merrick Garland is suing everybody. Merrick Garland is suing every person in the United States in some fashion or another. Well, the, the 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 federal Department of Justice is suing everybody. They don't want anybody to do anything on their own. They're, they want the uh, Biden administration to make all the rules for everybody. And if you don't agree with those rules, they're going to sue you. That's what's happening. They're suing Georgia they're, the, uh, over, over the election laws. They're going to sue Texas over the election laws. They're going to sue Texas over immigration. The, this is out of control. I go back to the original point. This is amateur hour. What the hell are these people doing in Washington, D.C.? And what are the Republicans doing to stop it? Apparently not very much because no. they just signed not on to shit. this $1.2 trillion infrastructure boondoggle that is a shell game because the Democrats just took everything that they negotiated out of that bipartisan bill and are putting it into the reconciliation bill and they'll get it anyway. So what the hell did they just waste all this time and energy for? I mean... I, I'm a little disheartened right now. I still believe we're on track to to uh, to get some real gains in the midterm elections. But I just look at these clowns in the Senate, almost all of them, and say, what the hell are you doing? I mean, are you so afraid to stand on principle? You're afraid that, that what, Don Lemon is going gonna, is gonna to badmouth you on CNN? Nobody's watching it. You think, uh, what's her name, uh, Joy Reid is going to say something nasty about you on the readout or whatever the hell her lackluster show is? Who cares? <laughs> stand up for principle and do what's right. 
stop this bullshit and hold these clowns accountable. So I don't know if I addressed anything you were talking about, but I'm pissed. <laughs> it sounded great. I love it. Bring it. I want that button to push and get on the train with like you. That. Yeah. So literally, I heard a JB rant like that in a while. That was good. Yeah, it was a good rant. So literally, on my tweets, when I put something up, I literally tag the GOP leader, which is McCarthy, and Mitch McConnell, the leader of the Senate, and I literally say, "Get off your ass and do something." Whatever it is, just get, please, just do something. Start fighting. I don't, Greg Abbott's throwing roadblocks up. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's throwing roadblocks up. I mean, even if it's not going to go through, God, do something. Show me that you're fighting. But they don't. They just go, oh, we're going to pass the $1.9 trillion because, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's weird. I, I'm, oh, I just want to eat this mic. I just, uh, I just want to, I'm, I'm about ready to punch my fucking monitor okay well before you you eat the mic i want to yeah i want to talk about (laughs) something else uh there's there's a report and the reason i thought this was particularly interesting you can't really see it you can't see it in this thing in this uh, screenshot here but this is off of msnbc which tends to be a liberal news outlet i mean they're not a news organization but they tend to to feature liberal articles this one is very very critical of the administration and the democrats it says the evidence is clear democrats are pushing america toward economic disaster and it cites some t- statistics in the article it says u.s gdp improved by six and a half percent under any other circumstances that would have been a blowout number however the economists were expecting eight and a half percent because we still are climbing out of the hole that the lockdowns uh put us in over the last 18 months so it was a disappointing number by 26 percent u.s businesses are still reporting nine million million jobs unfilled they can't fill them the labor department noted that the consumer price index has increased by 5.4 percent compared to compared to a year prior we have the federal government deferring student loan payments they are still frozen tens of millions of families are now being given up to three hundred dollars per child per month under the american rescue plans expanded child tax credit provision this includes families that earn as much as a hundred fifty thousand dollars a year these economists are going on to say that there's just too much stimulus there's too much federal money flying around everywhere that they are pushing us not all only over a debt cliff but an inflation cliff and the two of those things combined spell depression and economic disaster uh l i now they're talking about adding another $5 trillion in federal spending uh, to that heap of cash that they've thrown into the economy. I mean, I don't, I'm not an mm-hmm. economist, but I know the basics. When there's too much money and too yeah. much, too many people, people's dollars fighting for the same products, the same houses, the same cars, everything's yeah. going to go up in price. And we're already seeing it starting. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not an economist either, but I uh, did minor in finance and, you know, one of the, I I managed a uh, budget for a multi-billion dollar contract when I used to work for a a government contractor. I I don't do that anymore. But, uh, you know, the the key key point of all of that is you spend less than you have. And if you overspend, you have a problem and you have to like pull that money from another, another area of your contract. And we're not doing that right now. And in my opinion... Uh, if we're going to go down the crazy train, down to Conspiracy Junction, uh, like the, the debt that we are amassing right now in our for in our country, like it, it's a way to enslave children that have not even been born yet in this country to a lifetime of, you know, 
tax servitude to our government. Like our grandchildren and our grandchildren's grandchildren will be paying off these trillion, multi-trillion dollar tax incentives, you know, incentives and economy boosters and whatnot because it doesn't come from nowhere it comes from us uh, it is essentially just a it's it's borrowing time for the inevitable and uh, you know it, it's it's trash it's garbage and i genuinely i feel like the most patriotic thing a person could do right now is evade taxes so <laughs> Because like yeah. it's just it's just well, garbage. I, I it's just garbage. I mean, I'm you know that for legal reasons that was a joke. You know, tax evasion is not a joke, and you should absolutely overpay to the IRS. They totally <laughs> need it. Uh, but but it, it, no, it's, it's just trash. Like you see the crap they spend their money on. You see, like today, the Congress is going on a, a six week uh, recess, and like before that, they didn't even address the the uh, eviction moratorium, which I'm all for ending it. But they they're I mean rather than addressing it or doing the hard thing and coming out and saying we need to end this eviction moratorium uh you know like announcing like this is finally the end like there's been uh like really they have not been discussing that at all really i've not seen that in the public eye at all and it's ending this sunday like it's over and they they're in their six-week recess right now so instead of doing the like difficult thing and actually addressing it or saying hey you've got you've got like two weeks out or whatever like figure figure your shit out like they haven't done any of that uh, anyways <laughs> <laughs> evade your well, taxes we could, we, but don't we really could, we could, <laughs> yeah we we could do a whole program on the eviction moratorium as a landlord who's been directly affected by tenants who are taking advantage of that um we definitely right. could talk about it in more detail but we won't now um i do want to mention here that uh if you're new to the channel, please subscribe. I see a lot of new names flying through our chat room and thank you for being here. We appreciate it um but uh, Karen, yes, Congress is getting close to passing this. Karen, uh, Congress is getting close to passing this one trillion dollar infrastructure package, and then there's another three and a half, or maybe four, depending on how you score it, trillion dollar package that's going to include spending on climate, education, welfare. It'll include things like uh, green energy tax credits. It'll subsidize child care. It'll subsidize elder care. It'll have universal pre-kindergarten program for uh, three to five-year-olds. Um, so it's a, it's a free preschool program. It'll expand Medicare benefits to cover dental and other health care services. This is the drunken sailors in the barroom after being paid but they're not they've already spent their their pay and now they're you know they're taking it out of other people's pockets and spending like there's no tomorrow i've never seen a spending orgy like this karen and i don't know if there's anything in that list you think is is worth going into this kind of debt for i don't see it if there is no <laughs> i'm just i i, I mean really yeah, don't no, understand you're, you're, how any of this is happening as as L said, we are we are mortgaging not just the future of our kids and our grandkids. There's so much debt per person right now, and the amount they're adding to it, uh, you know, dwarfs the, the the accumulation of debt in previous administrations. It is just unreal. There is no way we're going to be able to pay this back. And if interest rates go to historical levels, as opposed to this artificial uh, artificially low zero that we've had for several years, the debt service is going to consume ninety percent of the budget uh, i don't it's unsustainable so i don't know i don't know how they get themselves out of this they just keep digging the the hole deeper i want to change topics just a little bit here because this is really really important we've been told for months excuse me months that um 
this was I'm, I'm trying to be choose my words carefully here because I do not want to get this show taken off <laughs> off, the, off of YouTube anytime soon. Uh, we've been told over the course of the last uh, seven, eight months that the uh, th- I'm going to have to just say it, the vaccine is infallible. It basically is the foolproof way to solve the pandemic and to protect yourself. However, the messaging has been very, very concerning and spotty and scary and contradictory. Uh, But for the most part, officials have claimed that vaccinations are the only viable path back to normalcy. However, an internal government document published on Friday in the Washington Post stated clearly that vaccinated individuals can still transmit the new, what they're calling the Delta variant of the coronavirus. And the document also stated that the vaccine appeared to provide less protection to the elderly, to nursing home residents, and those with compromised immune systems than previously thought. So everything we've been told, Britt, everything that has been preached to us for months that we've been skeptical about is turning out to be a big, fat lie. Alex Jones was right. Alex Jones was right. Alex Jones. like your new ASMR. Oh my God. So I I I, 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 I want to go on a rant so so aggressive about that whole thing, but I will get our show taken off the air. But yes, we've been lied to. The whole uh the jab, the whatever you want to call it, we've been lied to. I this is all a scam. Big Farm is super rich now. I mean they took what uh, several several hundred billion dollars out of the uh the the working class people and put it right into their bank accounts. Um, you know, Agenda 28, Agenda 47, Agenda 672, you know, the Tides Foundation, the Atlantic like Council, Agenda the 21. Agenda 21. I mean, all of them. I, this is, they are implementing their plan. They're implementing their plan amazingly fast. And they're doing it in such a way that it is super damaging so that in 2022, even if they lose, if they can't get their shit together and kind of steal everything, um, and they still lose, we're so screwed up, it doesn't matter. But I do want to double back real quick on the last subject about the education thing. I've had an epiphany the last couple of days about this whole kids staying at home because I have, a, I have kids that graduate, but I still have one that's in school and they're going back and forth on what to do. And you know what? After all those videos I've seen from TikTok and whatnot of these of these teachers doing their thing, I don't want my kid going back to school. I'm done. You know what? The, the, this 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 union teacher lady that has basically got all the Democrats, you know, uh, uh, throttled Randy. with. Yeah, yeah, her. Um, Randy Reingarten. Randy Reingarten. Yeah, they have it. She has all these Democrats in a in a in a freaking headlock. They're, they are trying to figure out how to pay her off so that the teachers don't have to go. Fuck them. Fire them all. Fire them all. This is what I want. I want Pelotano. Pelotano to hire actors and teachers that can actually be entertaining because if if they're making large fat people like me want to get on a bike and ride because they're so entertaining they can teach kids so we get we get a bunch of kids from the uh, get, get a bunch of teachers from the that that can act on camera and we make these amazing presentations that kids are going to engage with and be happy with and let them learn and we fire all these other people we get rid of all these other buildings it's all done from home and and the kids that that, that can't afford to it you know we'll we'll set up some stuff at the library that we still pay for that they can go there and have the big screen and get educated but we hire entertaining people the kids the kids play I played Rust with my children the other day, my 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 fourteen year old and eighteen year old, and on Rush you gotta chop trees down to make wood to build a fire to heat the, but you gotta go collect the copper to be, and they're learning how life works and chemistry and, 
and it's entertaining to them. We can do this and get rid of these fucking teachers unions that all they do is they take our money because God knows we all pay how many in, in taxes, property taxes. They take our money. They take half of it, all give right. it to the teachers. The other half they give to politicians. It's just a big money laundering system for the politicians. Kill it all. Just get rid of it all. Fire them all. Put them on. Have Pelotano do it. They'll do a better job. Our kids will be better for it in the long run. Can I just can I just point out just point out something? It's Peloton, yeah, not Pelotano. Pelotano is your your Italian cousin yes. that uh, came over here with the with the olive oil a few years ago. But um, I mean, think Peloton. about it, Peloton, Peloton. <laughs> no, I agree. They get people I, on their bikes and they have these these entertaining teachers in front of them that get you to sweat like a mother. I'm just there's a way to do it. We can get rid of all these unions. I have a really controversial so controversial opinion about education. Um, and this is kind of if, if you're not following her on uh, Twitter, her name is Kari, C-A-R-I, Kellerman, K-E-L-E-M-E-N. She's wonderful. But she tweeted today, an educator added up the hours it would take to teach the foundational reading, writing and math it would take to become a functional adult. It came out to about 100 hours. A K through 12 education takes 25,000 hours. Why give the government so much time with your kids? Consider homeschooling. And I agree with that. And I yes. like what you're talking about. Brit, like, yeah, like education should be like in like you know, more interactive and more informative. But I personally believe, and this is, you know, this is going to be controversial because it kind of like, you know, it's the gray area of child labor. <laughs> but I genuinely think, whoa, uh, I genuinely think that um, kids who would like to enter into a vocation or, or into like a specific trade should have the option to apprentice for that specific uh, trade much earlier than even 16 when they do it now in schools like tech school or whatever i think that as young as as 12 years old maybe yeah. or even like you could be in a place like learning i'm not saying put the kid in the coal mine or whatever like you know those, but i'm like i think that kids should like like school should be more specified to the things that interest kids and instead of letting them go off to college and switching their major six times which is what i did uh, you know let them do that in high school or, or or even younger where there's no like there's no pressure to to that you're already like going into massive debt for it you know like yeah. a kid's like oh i'm kind of interested in whatever like let them try that out so i th i think we should be putting uh kids into like like tech and uh like trade apprenticeships like even earlier yeah i agree at 11 but years old amazing. i started working <laughs> Jamie, what how old were you when you started working jv i started at 11 in a, in a warehouse i was i was dusting bicycles in my yep. grandfather's bike shop at seven eight years old i did yep. it tw once a week for him and it just you know grew from there yeah 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 i mean work all my life and uh no bicycles. My grandfather had a bicycle shop. Okay. That's cool. And, um, That's so cool. And he was Italian, by the way. He he, he was Politano. Um, <laughs> Politano. <laughs> not really. He was Baldo. But no, it's a, anyway, I want to move on with this article because yes. the Go. education thing is something we can do another spend a whole other program on. Uh, but this article says left uncertain amid the revised recommendation at what point if ever will it be safe for vaccinated individuals to go maskless they are now talking about l masks forever mm -hmm. i mean we saw this coming and they said no mm -hmm. no 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 don't be you're silly crazy. You, you're yeah. you're crazy and now these words <laughs> are starting to be pr printed and discussed openly and uh mm -hmm. I mean, first of all, I don't think I don't think this flies. I think the American people have drawn a line in the sand or will. And uh, I think we're close to it. But um, hear the words here. The ones they said would never come. So, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, they really are looking into. Uh, once you give someone power, 
it's really hard to take it back from them and it's really hard for them to seed it back to you and in this instance you have a lot of people who have absolute authority over every single aspect of your economy over your lifestyle over whether or not you can go to your job they can deem your work unessential tomorrow and in livelihood and then make you become dependent on the government that kind of absolute power and 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 then having people cheer it on no less is going to be damn near impossible to pull back from them uh you have which i saw in the chat kelsey who's been very active in the chat by the way what's up kelsey uh kelsey said that or sh like shared something that's really cool um a one of the the governor of iowa uh rejected joe biden wanted her or wanted them to uh sorry wanted them to incentivize getting the vaccine and she rejected it like a hundred million dollars from the federal government to like incentivize it so at the, at, the, at the end of the day every time i say at the end of the day now i think about you jb but at the end of the day i think that um it's gonna have to be these states pushing back people can push back all you want to but really one of the worst things that i'm kind of realizing now about uh like january 6th was i think that not only was that obviously just a, a psyop sort of thing to uh to demonize Trump supporters, but it's also really made people pretty scared of uh, of getting out in the streets and pushing back against these things because they're like, well, God, they'll just come after me and try to ruin my life over it. Um, so it's it's really unfortunate the kind of the crossroads we're at. But I think that we just need to be getting on top. Like, you know, we say all the time, like, call your senators, call your House of Representatives or whatever. But we really need to be getting in their ears, in their like, not in their faces, like, you know, but just like like. But just keep reminding them that you are here and they're here to represent you and to keep them pushing back against, uh, you know, these mandates. Because like uh, Governor Kim, Kim Reynolds of Iowa said she's not going to uh, offer these incentives or it's sorry, it's one hundred dollars. Joe Biden offered federal money to give I Iowans, I guess is what they call themselves, uh, to, to get them vaccinated. Yeah. And, and she's just said no. So that that's like the kind of governor I want to get behind. My governor is like we, I live in a dark red state, but Mima is kind of trash but like we have to keep reminding our elected officials especially our state representatives because they have so much power to push back against the federal government uh like your federal representatives don't get, care about you they care about you know causing drama on twitter so they can get a book deal but uh, you know your your state representatives do have this power and can push back and they will they just you need to remind them that not only is that that's what you want but also that you're behind them and that you'll support them too because like your your state representatives have a lot more power to you know not protect you but say you went and like protested in the streets uh not i'm not like talking about like, burning stuff down not black lives matter kind of thing but if you're if you're out and like organizing a march you want to know that your elected officials are are going to support that and not you know send the the feds after you for that so uh i don't even know where i started with this this is a long talk about nothing but <laughs> it's just yeah it's trash well but part, <laughs> part of the problem part of the problem with what you said there is that uh you know we've had governors refuse the additional unemployment money from the federal government and we've had federal judges mm -hmm. say that they can't do that and force them to uh, to reintroduce that money and i imagine the same thing could happen here but i guess time will tell um there's now that would be a very interesting says, uh, precedent this is actually... to set. <laughs> I'm just saying that would be a very interesting Which precedent one? to set to override a governor about about giving uh, incentives for taking, uh, you know, yeah, emergency uh, uh, use uh, well, authorization like vaccines. Of, That's insane. Yeah, that would be way different than unemployment about, money. 
Yeah. <laughs> we are headed into so many precedents here as we move through this process. It's unbelievable. Um, another article that talks about the CDC panicking right now because their messaging is so messed up. Again, amateur hour in Washington, D.C. This article says we really need to sh- need to shift toward a goal of preventing serious disease and disability and medical consequences and not worry about every virus detected in somebody's nose. Wasn't that, Karen, the original point? 15 days to slow the curve or flatten the curve or whatever the hell it was that's turned into 18 months of chaos. But now they're starting to remember what the original intention was. Oh, finally, you're going to remember what the original intention was. Yeah, they want this to go on forever, like mask forever. Oh, you go get the vaccine and now you have to put a mask on in your house with your kids. And then when you go outside, that's what I saw today. People are wearing Seriously. masks outside where you are? Nothing. Oh, yeah, honey, they are. In fact, we have a lot of them <laughs> still wearing masks in the store. It's like, oh boy. why are you doing that? Stop. <laughs> Seriously. But that's what they were saying on the news today, that they the CDC wants everybody to mask up again, even if you're vaccinated. Why? The Biden administration's JD, me- uh, messaging has been very, very, very strong. Now, they've struggled with all of this. It's been almost incomprehensible. Um, Britt, this brings up a very, very important point. Maybe this is all so incomprehensible and the messaging is so hard to distinguish and understand because under in a normal process we would be having these discussions in the quote-unquote public square and in this case twitter facebook but we're not allowed to have the discussions much of this process involves americans talking about it sharing ideas debating it going back and forth and coming up with a consensus but that has been ruled inappropriate uh, or maybe even outlawed in many cases. Maybe that's the problem with the messaging. They're not allowing the natural process of a conversation and a debate to move forward. Uh, I, I think you're onto something there as I'm processing this as it was flowing out of your mouth. Um, you're right, because there is an ebb and flow of how this all goes. And, and, and we we know, and even they know, when I say they, I don't mean the, the administration people, but just the people that are left of center, left of the tracks versus we being right of the tracks. Um, even they know there's there's a back and forth that happens and, and both sides gain from that. We gain knowledge. We hash things out. It really lim- limit, uh, eliminates a lot of the unintended consequences because everybody's kind of all different angles. And they've, they've cut that out. It's now one size fits all, which has never worked. I mean, hell, how, how Lennon tried it. He killed almost, what, 15, 20 million people? And it still didn't work out for him. I mean, it, it, Mao tried it. It didn't work out for him. And I, so basically they've picked up the old rule book of the communists and said, oh, we can do it better. And that's what they're trying right now. And you will think how we tell you to think, and you will eat what we tell you to eat, and we will, we will, you will work where we tell you. I mean, think about this. Think about this, people. If you ever watch uh, Chernobyl, uh, the miniseries, when they realized they didn't have a robot that could go up there and push the, all that radioactive material off the roof, what did they do? They said, oh, go get 3,742 men. And we're going to put them, wrap them in lead, and we're going to put them up there. And that was your job. You had no choice. That was There was no volunteering. You were told where you worked, in the factory, in the school, wherever. And they just came and said, hey, your job this week, you're going over to Chernobyl. And that's that's what happens with 
communist countries. This is what they want. They want the control over you. And most of them think that they're going to be in control. The reality is none of them are going to be in control. It's going to be 1%, and it won't be any of them. This this time piggybacks AI. on this. And now I think this is the most this is the most telling quote that I've heard in maybe years, definitely months, maybe years. Bill de Blasio, mayor of New York City, was on and oh, did God. an interview uh, somewhere. I don't even know and I don't even care. But he said, <laughs> we've got to shake people at this point. We've got to say, come on now. We've tried voluntary. We couldn't have been more kind and compassionate as a country. Free testing, incentives, friendly, warm embrace. The voluntary phase is over. So what that says to me, L, is that this was voluntary as mm -hmm. long as you do what we say. Yes. What the hell is that? This is all voluntary <laughs> as long as you do what we say. I said almost exactly the same thing the other day on Twitter. Like, hang on, let me see. Let me see what what the exact quote was. Uh, hang on, two seconds. He he was just saying essentially, yeah, we, we gave you everything that you need so that people could get it voluntarily, but you're not getting it, so we need to change that. So like, it was never voluntary. None of these things were ever optional. None of these things. Uh, the post millennial earlier today uh, dug up an old gem of Nancy Pelosi. I think it was like last June saying something like we can't mandate for people to get vaccinated. That's just against the rules. I mean, these people are completely flip flip flopping on the things that they said that they said before. And we all knew this was going to happen. That's the problem. No, like they talk out, out of two sides, they're, you know, of their mouth. Is that the phrase? I don't even know. Like there's some sort of phrase like that, but they're, they're both talking sides like, of their uh, mouth, they, yeah. Yes, both sides of their mouth is what they're doing. And, and and we all knew that that was what was happening. Bill de Blasio is, uh, which his first name is Warren Wilhelm, by the way. His name is not Bill de Blasio, but anyways, that's a whole different uh, can of worms. But <laughs> they're showing their author authoritarian streak. And the problem is, is that they have done such a psychological number on these people that they don't realize that they've been so deceived. And then they don't realize that that is just happening again and they're cheering for it because they mistake these grandiose authoritarian statements like that as leadership when really it should be scaring the absolute hell out of them because they don't realize once again once you cede this power to people it's hard to take it back and they all love it right now because that power is on their side but they're granting powers and privileges to where if if they're if they're opposite uh you know took that office they would be freaking out and they're and they're giving it away to where like we still have what the patriot act and things like that leftover from 9 11 uh, that that are still enacted on our citizens that we some of these things are they really cannot be undone and hang on two seconds i'm going to show you something uh this is a tweet from joe biden hang on let me see so here we go share um this is a, a tweet from joe biden uh from october 30th 2020 and it's fucking hilarious because 320,000 people liked this. He said, I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm going to shut down the virus. I mean, like the absolute just audacity of this man to say something like that for everyone to just lap it up and they're like he's gonna solve he's gonna shut down the virus i mean that's absolute utter horseshit but that's what these people eat up they eat up platitudes and i'll be honest if we're gonna if we're gonna be uh if we're gonna 
if we're going to criticize people, the problem is, is that the right does this as well. You know, you'll have like Jim Jordan get on face or on Twitter and be like, you know, this is Joe Biden's America. People are losing their jobs and houses or whatever. It's like, like, stop. No offense to boomers because I love most of you guys, but stop with the boomer platitudes on Twitter. Like you're elected to, to stop this stuff and to fix these things. Like, for, like, I love boomers, but like, that's just such a like, it's such a like, just such an establishment out of touch bullshit thing to say uh, like all of these platitudes but people eat it up because they're stupid and so here we are uh, like the the narrative has changed it changes every it's i've been kind of tracking this like about every six weeks now we get a new narrative like a completely new narrative we go from you know the vaccine is going to be optional to the vaccine is going to be mandatory you can lose your job if you get vaccinated now it's now they're like rolling out the whole uh, the the vaccine vaccinated people need to wear masks about every six weeks they change it to something big and new people lap it up they don't rec they don't remember the last six weeks before it changed to that like it's it's just insane the level of i don't I, I, I genuinely can't imagine. Well, I mean, I used to I used to be totally indoctrinated and, and be on the left. I But I, ca I can't even imagine still being there now. You know, I, I really can't imagine it. But we, we still are. And we still have 320,000 people, you know, liking tweets about I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. I mean, that's uh, that's utter bullshit. It's the end <laughs> of July. By all by all means, the virus is endemic. It will be endemic forever. It's not that serious. It's been here. In my opinion, I've tracked the numbers. I think the virus has been around since the end of 2018. That's just me. But um, about a year before, it's endemic. It's not that serious. The narrative now is that the vaccinated people, they'll get sick, but it's not that serious. Oh, that's been true the whole time. People who got COVID who like before, it wasn't that serious for them either. That's been true the entire time. That has never changed for people who are very sick, very vulnerable, or no offense, we're already dying anyways. Yeah, it's dangerous. That's pretty standard. So is the flu. So is the common cold, which this basically is because it is a coronavirus. It's in that family. So it, it just, uh, I don't know. I don't really know what to say anymore. I'm just going on a rant. So <laughs> hope you enjoyed it. Britt, Brit, um, Brit, every single opportunity that Joe Biden has had to speak with any significant audience, whether it's a press conference, which he's only had one, or it's these speeches that he gives off the teleprompter every few weeks, whatever it happens to be, he's taken victory laps about coronavirus. I think those victory laps may have been a little bit premature. Comment on that and then uh, then take it from there. Well, I mean, basically, it's all they have, so that's what they're going with. Uh, I did hear uh, in the press, the presser, the press conference this morning uh, that they were that reporters were asking why, when are the when are the coronavirus uh, updates coming back like Trump used to do and Fauci and Brex used to do? <laughs> when are they going to start doing that? And I forget the lady's name. It wasn't it wasn't the redhead. It was uh, one of her underlings um, running the show today. And she said, we don't have to have those because Joe the Biden redhead. is a trusted source. But they basically they, they asked her. They were all over her about can, can you I'm sorry, JV, but I, I want the coronavirus updates to come back. I want Joe Biden to run those. Those will be entertaining at a level that I mean, I would I would sell tickets oh my, for it. Oh. It would be amazing. <laughs> who, who would give them like because it wouldn't be Jen. She's too defensive. Joe Biden like he Joe no, Biden I, ate a spot of like shit off of his chin today. So he can't give them. No, so no, no, give no, them? no. I want him. No, no. He's the he's the leader of the free country. He is the president. He needs to give them like Trump gave him. Get up there. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, exactly. Get up there and do it. 
Get up. That's what I want to see. I want to see Joe Biden do the coronavirus updates. No, come on. Who's with me? I do. I want to see, see it too. Did I think that would be. We would have to do. We'd have to do a special. Yeah. No, I saw he got a note from a staffer <laughs> said, "You've got some, sir. You have something on your chin." Or something. It was and, hilarious. And then he ate um, it. I we we have to do a special series of programs. Uh, we'd have to do a special series of programs just to uh, discuss the Joe Biden coronavirus daily update. We, I mean, that would be its whole series of programs by itself. Exactly. They know that we would. They know that we would make memes of it, and they know we would make fun of it. And then the 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 charade uh, to to speak all fancy like the charade would be over. You right. Know, exactly. It would exactly. be so over. Yeah. They'll, they'll never let it happen. People tuned in to the coronavirus briefings, whether or not they like Trump or not, because they wanted to know more about the virus. People would people to Joe Biden's. They don't really tune into his speeches right now as it is. You have a way lower viewership than Trump's speeches, like all the way around. I'm not even trying to compare the numbers for like oh, Trump was better. But I'm just saying less people tune into his speeches now so he can get away with saying all the bullshit that he does. But people would tune yeah, in to yeah. a daily coronavirus briefing and this yeah. charade would be yeah. up. So yeah, they're never going to do it. Yeah, there would really never. be people there. <laughs> So I just have to. I just have to say, Britt, before you yeah. before you change subjects, I just have to say, I wish we had our our social media splash ticker with with the comments coming through through a chat about Biden's uh, food on his chin thing. Oh yeah, no, uh, they're hilarious. One of the comments is Biden's splooge eat. Yeah, Biden's splooge eating thing reminded me of the scene from Caddyshack. Oh my <laughs> the, god, people people are just. I mean, it's so funny. The whole thing is just so ridiculous. It's like you know, you can see your 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 great grandfather oh. in the chair drool. You know, his oatmeal dripping down his chin he's oh my god and that's the president of the united states god go for it us. god help us well we're winding. i mean we're already at 55 minutes so we're winding now so i'm gonna do something quick here um so obviously we did the we were talking about the infrastructure earlier this is what i found interesting and which really actually this is scary stuff this is bolshevik level scary stuff so when the when the when they voted on that uh if to when they voted on to have debate on the infrastructure bill the final text of the legislation the final text of the legislation has yet to be released. I mean, it, it, we mm-hmm. we don't know what the final text is. We don't know what's in there. It's almost like the Obamacare thing. We got to pass it to see what's in it. So, so I'm gonna go to you, Karen. Um, my the level of amateur hour and what they're trying to push on us is insane. And the fact that the Republicans, there were twenty something Republicans that went along with this, is killing me. Everybody should have voted because we don't have the whole text. I cannot believe that in our government, our advanced state, we cannot have the full text so we know what the hell we're voting on. But Republicans, how pissed should we be at the Republicans for voting for this when we don't have the full damn bill? Well, let me ask you, Kara, do you ever write an email or write a letter or call your, your congresspeople, your senators? Your Do you ever do that to say, what uh-huh. the hell? That's what people yeah, need to do. Yeah, I have. It doesn't make a damn bit of difference. Mm, I think if enough of us do, if we come at them like they, they're doing in France right now, you know, a couple hundred oh, thousand yeah. in the street, I mean, yeah. that, that's where we need to go. Um, I'm totally game. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So, 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 so in, my, in my opinion, as far yeah. as that goes, though, the problem is, is that if you push back just a little bit, they're going to they're gonna push back harder onto you. So if we are going to, like, actually stand up to these people – we got to do it in mm-hmm. a way that th- they'll get the picture and it will be enough. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> right. 
So, so it has to be a lot. And look, I'm not talking about violence. I'm just talking about either. Like, I mean, if 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 the March for Life or the Million Woman March or the Million Man March or the, I mean, they get they get hundreds of thousands of people into D.C. to march. I mean, th that's the level we need to do. JV, do you think that's something that we can pull off as a, or are we just too fractured as the right of the right of the tracks people that? We won't work together like that to get enough. People I, no, to make I a mean, difference. I think we can. We, you know, we get mad enough, we protest. I mean, we saw it on January sixth. <laughs> we saw a lot of people in Washington trying to get their voices heard before it went all to hell. But uh, you know, we certainly can do that. But here's the thing with the Republicans: I just don't get it. I don't understand how uh, twenty, let alone ten, let, uh, Republicans can support what's happening there, and I don't hear any explanation for it. Nobody is is suggesting. These are the reasons why we think we need to do this. They're just doing it. And I'm hoping there's some method to their madness because if there's not, then I, I, who the hell are we going to rely on? Because that was the firewall. That was the last bastion of hope against this insanity. And if, 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 there's, if, they, if they're not going to stand up to it, we've got nobody to stand up to it. So I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I'm baffled. I mean, I saw Lindsey Graham's name on that list. I saw some people that I really did not expect to be on that particular list. So if you're I don't know what to think. It, like, I need to spend no, some time digesting it. There's no need to be surprised by any of these people anymore. They really none of them represent you. Even if you think they do, they don't. Uh, these people are out of touch. They're they are all part of the same like club as, as the late Carlin said. It's a big old club, and you ain't in it. And they all get you know they sit there and shake their fists across the aisle, and they're like, you just wait till the Democrats take back control of the Senate, and wait, you just wait till the Republicans. And they just sit there and do that back and forth, and then they all go home and and. and go out to the same events and rub the same elbows they don't care about you and it should never surprise you that people are willing to be a turncoat uh you know against everything that they ran on especially the ones who have been in office for honestly i mean the whole reason why i think term limits should be uh you know implemented is not because i think that there are some rather effective long-term politicians and they're the at least the best you could hope for but once you get into office you know maybe you've got like really the first four years if you if you're there for the right reasons you're going to be fired up and then if you get reelected, then or, or every what six years for i don't even it's every however six, many years six, but six like, for senate two for house yeah it's six two for yeah yeah two for what house. is it six for senate and then how many for house two two years it's two yeah. every two years you're, you're four. no that's that's the president Okay, I don't know. Anyways, so <laughs> I failed civics class, but but essentially, like, so you're there for your first for your first uh, two years in the house, and then you get reelected, and then you're you're you kind of start to get more insulated. You if you get reelected, you're like you come back and you see some familiar faces, and you start cozying up to them a little bit more. And if you get like elected for a third term, by that point, like you're kind of in the, you're in the club a little bit, and, and so you get so insulated into these things. There absolutely need to be term limits, and then for the, like for the Senate, really, I think. Like I think we should limit that to one. That one to one. Six years is enough. And if it's yeah. not, if you if you don't get anything done in six years, like get out. I don't know. I mean, maybe like for an optional second, but I, like six. I don't know. Like I would rather have more fresh faces going in there so that these people then like 
you have these career politicians who leave office, then they have all these like insane like book deals and and deals with uh, like MSNBC and CNN or whatever. Like I would rather make it where it's not possible for people to establish that much grasp on our media and on the public eye. You know, like they're they're a public a public servant. Get them in. Get them back out. And then let them be done. I mean, like, you know, go back to whatever they were doing before. But like, there should be well, no reason why someone becomes a celebrity for being a politician. Right. And that and that's the like way it was all. supposed. That's the way it was supposed to be. Al. I mean, the, the, the founding father's uh, vision was you go to Washington, you do a couple terms to improve the country, and then you go back home and run your business and live under the laws that you pass. That's the way it was supposed to be. I'm going to submit this uh, thought process uh, to the group. And um, I'm. I, we're in a bad state. Our country is legitimately in a bad state. The Titanic is sh is sinking, and it, it makes me wonder: are are is this the crew? The, our, our Congress people—they're the crew, and they're trying to grab as much silver and mun and diamonds and gold out of the safes. They're trying to grab as much as they can as the ship's going down, so they can jump in their little lifeboat and float off to their island. They know we're train wrecking. We're too far in debt. We're never going to get out of this. So take what you can now. Uh, JV, what do you think about something like that? That they're just—they just know that we're at the end. We're in the fourth turning. I, you know, I, you know, Britt, that I often make fun of you because I call you the the glass half empty guy. I try to be the glass half full guy in the sense that I really have faith in our system. I really, really do. And it's it's the people that are flawed, not the system. Exactly. And we have to, and we have to find a way to replace the people that are flawed. And I think the system is elastic enough that it can it can rebound, it can it can repair and it can it can bring us back to the point where we are a free country and we are free citizens of the best nation on the planet. Um I, I don't know, but this whole this whole night has has challenged my optimism, I have to say. So I'm not sure where to go with it other than to say that at this point. Like I said, with this infrastructure I thing, I really need to do a little more research. Sure, please. So I, so I will say this. Uh, I tend, for, for me specifically, like with the research that I tend to do, with the things I tend to talk about, the things I tend to focus on, it does tend to be overwhelmingly uh, negative because those kind of things need to be talked about. Uh, but I myself am actually quite a positive person. And uh, the, love it or hate it on like my social media and whatever, like I'm, I'm cracking jokes 24 seven about the things that we probably shouldn't joke about. And I personally believe <laughs> that that is one of the most important things. And if you cannot maintain that sense of humor, then you need to take a step back for a week or so, give yourself like a mental break because like these things are hilarious that are happening. They're not, but they can be. And honestly, using that kind of humor and ridicule and satire to mock them is probably one of our greatest weapons that people don't use often. They tend to just get angry and belligerent and all of that, but that doesn't, that doesn't work. You need to ridicule these people and make them a mockery. That's what and I started doing. And to your point, to, yeah, it's, but it's fun too. Like I think it's a blast. Uh, but but to your point, JV, I do personally believe that the United States. I mean, granted, we are a young country, but I do believe that we are quite durable and we are absolutely weathering a pretty tough storm right now. But the the, the United States is quite durable, and at the very end of the day, one of the things that uh, you know give me a little bit of confidence is that in order for uh, the new world order uh, to uh, take control, the United States 
still needs like obviously they want to diminish its influence but it still needs to be a world power so <laughs> they're not going to just absolutely totally destroy us uh because we still need we're, we're an economic power and and they need our money so i, I kind of I kind of hold on to that a little right. bit uh because you know if we go broke the world goes broke uh so well that um, uh, I, I, I think we're quite durable and I think that, you know, we have some we're, we're at a point at, like where we can affect change and change the, the tide and change the direction that we're heading in. And I'll be honest, I got a little complacent. I, I thought Trump was a ringer for a second term, you know, like and, and for the first few months of this year was in like a, just a period of the de straight depression and it's kind of been hard to sort of recalibrate and figure out where we're going next and how to attack this next but i don't know about you but you know i'm re i'm ready for the fight and i'm ready to push on and i think a lot of people are kind of getting to that point now where they're kind of out of their like you know depressive funk they're kind of just waiting to see how things were going to go with joe biden it's gone it's going to hell in a handbasket and people are mad and and we are we are reaching that point i wish it were now but we're i don't think we're quite there yet but this aggression to quote the dude will not stand man so we're you know we'll we'll definitely i think that we're going to be okay i really do and ultimately i think that we are going to be okay but it's not going to be easy to get there right it's going to be so, a, we're going we're going to be in a rough valley for a while karen so we've talked about a whole bunch of different things so is there anything that you would like to touch on no man l i love you you are like so awesome I love you too. <laughs> seriously stop yeah stop i mean i learned you. so much tonight <laughs> No, I really just enjoyed being part of the conversation a little bit, but I've learned a lot. It's been really cool to have you here. I love all your tattoos. You got like you got like a little funky oh, thing going on. I dig I, it. JV, JV, they don't they don't love, what the hell? What are we chop liver over here? I mean, we're just being totally ignored. I guess I don't. It's okay. I, you know, well, I, they, you know, they don't realize oh, I have the power of you. We're we are seven minutes over. JV, do you have anything else you well, want to add? Well, we started late because of someone's computer, Brit. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Wow. You didn't trip over the cord, Brit. <laughs> Did you pay them, JV? No. Did you say that? Oh no, that's our. No, opinion. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I haven't paid anybody. Yeah, I know. Not even me. No, I'm. Wait, you guys are getting paid? My <laughs> <laughs> God, I wish. My no, this has been a an outflow only this project is... for now, but that's all right. I'm having fun. <laughs> We're educating people. You get there. Um, but uh, so, JV, you do you have anything else you want to touch people. on? <laughs> yes, we're trying. No, I, no, I think we've I think we've covered it all. Um, there's uh, there's a lot to pay attention of, and, and we started this program talking a little bit about how the headlines seem to be a little uh, subdued right now. But as Elle pointed out in the very beginning of the program, we have to keep our eye on this stuff because just just because uh, it's not in the headlines, not showing up in our social media feeds whatever it happens to be doesn't mean it's not going on so it's up to us to pay attention to it and keep track of these important issues because we do have an important fight ahead of us and as el said i'm in and for the fight i know brit is uh karen i'm sure you are and i'm sure that everybody in our chat room for the most part is in for the fight and thank you all for supporting not just this show but oh, yeah, everyone that you support who's in Who's in for the fight? That's what it's about here. And uh, as long as, uh, even if they try to censor us, we're going to keep on talking and we're going to keep on fighting. So thanks for being here, everybody.
Yeah, thank you. And I, there yeah, is a lot of coming, there's a lot of people in chat that I've seen. So please like the show. Uh, if you're listening to us on podcast, uh, like on Apple or, or the Google plat- podcast platforms, please come over to YouTube and smash the the subscribe button. Even though you don't watch us here, we could really use that those numbers, those help that that helps us a lot. Also, the like button for I don't know how the like button helps us, but apparently it does. And then you can also find us on Rumble and Twitch, etc., and whatnot. Um, but I do want to say one thing to everybody. This is some homework. You got to find a new candidate that's running. I found a guy in Pennsylvania, Teddy Daniels. Look him up. He has a great ad. He's, great. Yeah, he's an American first. He's just now coming on the scene, um, making the mm-hmm. rounds. I I, I, I actually awesome. I signed Gab. up. He's on Gab. Yeah, uh, I signed mm-hmm. I signed up to give him five bucks a month until he gets elected. But he'll fight for all of us, even though he's a House level representative guy. You got to find. We got to find this new young blood. This this fire in the belly politicians that will go there and will absolutely absolutely um fight for all of us not just their little area now i pray to god they don't get in for a couple years and they get corrupted but that's the way it is but we are nine minutes overdue thank you everybody for being here and uh tell what's our next show jamie uh monday right no sunday maybe sunday definitely monday definitely i'm on vacation maybe sunday everybody so definitely that's right yeah, so JV, yes. maybe Boo. Sunday, definitely Monday. We will see you then. Thank you, everybody, for coming, and uh, good night.